guys. Welcome to Cause Mama Said So podcast. It's your girl, Lena. Uh, I'm Mana. I'm Marwa. <laughs> it's been a minute. Welcome to season four. We're off it's to a rough a start. So We're long. Off to a rough start, apparently. <laughs> Yikes. So our anxiety is through the roof, so just bear with us. Give us yeah, a minute. I don't know what we're doing. Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Ugh common theme but how do you guys feel season four who would have thunk it wait i actually can't believe it can't even believe four seasons and like six seven episodes each season like did we know we had this much to say because i didn't no especially because like the theme is like mama said so and like first gen immigrants i thought there was gonna be like three topics well, like, how are we gonna drag this the trauma runs deep apparently because here we are I will say the Twitter draft segment, though, I feel like helps us come up with topics. Because I feel like a lot of times we center the topics around our Twitter draft. That is true. Nice. The Twitter drafts is yeah. really... That's why... Mm, that's the bread and butter of our podcast. I love the, <laughs> the Twitter drafts. That's my favorite segment. It really yeah. is the highlight of our podcast. I don't know what we do without it, because we're not that smart. Some of these tweets are, like, so smart, you know? Girl, don't discredit us. We are smart. <laughs> We are very smart, intelligent, uh, funny. I feel like it makes us comfortable to talk about it because we're like, oh, this is a common thing. Like, everyone feels this way. How nice. Yeah. Again, the imposter syndrome. We don't feel comfortable talking about a topic until somebody else says it. And it's like, oh, yeah. wait, I am normal. Yeah. <laughs> but some of those things, some of those topics that are brought up in Twitter, like in the Twitter drafts is like, it's something that like you wouldn't have thought of yourself as a topic to discuss. You know what I mean? which is why the segment is perfect it's like it's not like we could have come up with it on our own it just you know someone else said it and you're like oh wait yeah for me it's like I I felt these things but I just like didn't know how to articulate them and then someone like wrapped it up nicely in a little 200 word tweet and I'm like yes this is like my exact thoughts I just didn't know how to say it yeah 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 that's like twitter is an art if you know how to really is yeah it teaches you how to be concise yeah the point which is a little humorous a little funny yeah <laughs> we'll love it but anyways let's should we get on to the episode yeah let's do it you guys ready uh-huh. um this week we're gonna switch it up a little bit start off the season with a bang um we all have received good and bad dating advice throughout our lives solicited unsolicited from the internet from our own google searches you know so we thought it would be fun to kind of go through the the different advice that we've received good and bad and kind of just give you our hot takes on it so let's jump right in who wants to go first (laughs) okay fine i'll go first okay i'll go first Okay, I chose like a bad advice or something that I despise hearing, okay? Um, and I feel like somebody could always put a positive twist on on like certain advices. Like it could be, there's like some truth to it. But for me personally, like I, I hate hearing it because I'm sick and tired of hearing like specific things, right? So my top one is you'll find someone when you're not looking. Mm, I literally I'm ready to fucking throw smack somebody with this 
full ass water bottle. <laughs> Every time I hear somebody tell me, oh yeah, you'll find somebody when you're not looking. When you least expect it, they'll just come into your, bro, shut the fuck up. I've been not looking for 29 years of my life and it hasn't happened. So please stop telling me that because in order to even get into a relationship, you do have to put in some effort. Like people act like it's like, it's just like this thing that's just going to fall in place and you're yeah. just supposed to be waiting there, just waiting for this person to appear. Like that's yeah. not how it works. I so. hate that. And it's like, they give you that advice when you're like fresh out of a situation and you're like, I, and like, you're, you're mad about it. They're trying to like console you like, Oh, you'll find somebody when you're least, when you're not looking. But now I'm like purposely not looking so that it could happen when I'm least expecting it, but low key, I'm still expecting it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like when you're waiting for the water to boil and you like walk away, but really you're the whole time in your brain, you're like, is the water boiling? Yeah. yeah. Is giving that kind of vibe. Like I fucking hate <laughs> that advice. I feel like people give that advice for just dating. Like no one would ever be like, oh, the perfect job will come when you're not looking yeah like yeah exactly it doesn't make sense like why are we treating relationships like something that's just like chance and luck Mm -hmm. and is gonna fall into your lap like no yeah yeah like dating dating is trial and error so you have to go out and like keep trying with different people in order to find the right person right so I've heard people say it for like women who are also trying to have kids like oh when you're like don't like expect it like it's gonna happen for you and like say they've been trying for a few years or whatever and it's just like it's not comforting at all I don't think like because it's this thing that's just like weighing over you and like you know it's something that consumes you to be like oh just stop thinking about it like okay but that's not gonna happen so it's just like it's really horrible advice it's not beneficial at all like feeling like you have no fucking say over this thing like yeah that's so ridiculous that's weird I've never I've never heard of that for like having kids because like it's literally science like yeah you have to <laughs> yeah do yeah. it when you're ovulating like <laughs> literally like, what do you mean when you least expect it like yeah awesome. there's a lot to it and like a lot of women have kids now with IVF or like different ways of having yeah. kids. So it's not just like this thing that's like I mean if you believe in like like you know everything happens for a reason that's one thing but you still have to like put in the work put in the work yeah 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 and also that whole like it'll happen when you least expect it like it's not a rom-com like you're not gonna bump into somebody and drop all you drop your binders and then like your hair up and, raise and <laughs> yeah. like please <laughs> and this is what I meant by like in the beginning when I said I think there's some there's always some truth to like why these cliche statements are being said because I think in hindsight, for people who are in relationships, in hindsight, when they're like looking back on it, they're like, oh, it was so unexpected. Like I wasn't looking for this person and it just so happened that I met them in this place and like whatever. So I, there's always these truths to these cliche statements, but it's like, I, it's just it's just frustrating to hear all the time. <laughs> like yeah. as somebody who's never been in a committed relationship and it's just like, okay, so all the times that I was searching for it or if I was trying for it that means I was going about it wrong it, it's like yeah. that's how it comes off to me but I feel like so it's like say that like oh I wasn't expecting it but like I feel like they're still putting their themselves in places to like meet somebody they're putting themselves in situations where they can do these things where they can meet new people like 
they're not just sitting at home twiddling their thumbs and being like, oh, my Uber driver happened to be the guy that I fell in love with. You know what I mean? Like the the Uber Eats guy that dropped off my food at 10 o'clock at night on a Friday. Like they're, I don't like actually believe that it's yeah. I feel like people like yeah. to romanticize their relationships and be like, I just, I just knew he was the one. Like, you know, people say that shit too. Yeah. <laughs> I think the whole, like what you were saying went about how, that actually probably does happen to people. It's like when they least expect it, but I don't think it's so much so like when you least expect it, but maybe that was a situation that they were putting less pressure on than other situations. And so that's why they feel like it was something that happened unexpectedly. Yeah. But I think that if you're not in the right mindset to like date or like meet somebody, it's not just going to happen. No, for sure. I agree. I agree with that. Hate it. Hate it. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad advice. (laughs) I hate it. It's also just like, oh, like if you're lucky like me, then you'll meet them when you least expect it, or like yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just condes- so condescending. It's condescending. Yeah, it it's is. It's so condescending. condescending. It is. It's the worst. Like you're trying too hard. Just like relax. Like, yeah. yeah. It kind of makes you feel shitty because it's like, okay, why isn't someone just falling into my lap? Yeah. Literally. <laughs> literally hate it um that was a good one that was a good one I fucking hate that one but (laughs) I have I have I I was gonna say mine was related but it's not really that related um I mean I guess it could be I hate when people say no one can love you until you love yourself that was on my list because like why can't somebody love you like just as you are and like while you work on that do you know what I mean and like maybe even like help you see like how great you are as a person and make you love yourself do you know what I mean like I think there's something so like beautiful about somebody like helping you on that journey and being there with you side by side like by your side while you try and figure that out yeah it's just I feel like it just makes you feel like this like shit person you're like I I don't like myself nobody likes me and I just suck so no one's gonna date me and it's like such a lonely shitty feeling yeah and I just I I don't like that (laughs) yeah and it's kind of blaming someone being single on like them being insecure or having low self-esteem but like yeah it can have nothing to do with that yeah most of the time it's probably the opposite because like if we're being really honest a lot of people who are in relationships are super insecure yeah it's like this has nothing to do with it yeah a lot of people are in relationships because they're insecure (laughs) you know like so don't put this on me and my feelings of self-worth and self-love like if the right person Mm -hmm. and someone who's like genuinely like in your corner which is somebody that you want to be in a relationship with anyways will you know love you through that but what does it say? Like, flip that statement around. Like, what if you are somebody who, like, you love yourself, you're confident, you're who this, who you're supposed to be, right? And then you don't have that relationship. So it's like, what's the statement? It's no one can, no one can love, love you, you until, you're love until you love yourself. And it's like, okay, so what if you've never had that kind of love, but you, 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 you like, you like yourself. You're confident yeah. about yourself. What does that say as well? It's like, I don't know. It's just annoying. 
when you think about it like in the opposite sense as well too right yeah so it's like regardless if I love myself then I'm still not lovable like you know what I mean yeah I I also think that like being loved in a romantic way also like that probably contributes to some people's self-esteem or like sense of like yeah self-worth so like it's I think that like as people have gone into relationships I think that like them getting that confirmation like okay I am lovable even though it didn't work out I'm I'm worth loving and so you carry that on but when you have been single for a long time it's easy to just be like chalk it up to that but it's just not true and so like I think that people who say that is like coming from a place of like not like privilege but like just like I don't know like it's just that definitely does add something to like have experienced a romantic love you know yeah no like I will say hands down like some of my biggest insecurities have been really lessened by like lowered and not I'm not as insecure about those things because of the relationships that I have been in yeah they actually really helped me overcome those insecurities and like I feel like there's a stigma around like people getting over insecurities because somebody else accepts them but I don't think that there's anything wrong with that yeah I don't think so either like people stigmatize especially in romantic relationships but like it's okay when your friends do it like if your friends if you're insecure about something and your friends are like are you dumb like it's fine like you being more okay with that insecurity because your friend said it it's not as like looked down on as when you do it in a relationship right and it's like it just they like try and paint this picture of like oh you just need male validation but like that's that's not it at all like mm-hmm. the people that care about you relationship or not like help yeah. you get better or be not get better but like become better feel better about yourself and that's okay like that's not yeah 100 percent. even something like just as like because I've noticed a lot of women get more confident in their bodies because like obviously a lot of women you know a lot of you always see a lot of women not happy with the way that their body looks and I find that like when women start having relations with men that's when they start becoming more confident in their bodies and it's like yeah we don't do it for men or whatever but at the same time like I feel like that's it definitely does help to know that like you know the person that you love or you're with like is attracted to that because when it comes down to it a lot of like a lot of men don't care about the way that women's bodies look and we just like are like you know we overthink it even though well it's like technically technically not true because I feel like every woman who has like an insecurity about her body it's like because a man said something something to her yeah yeah but yeah just certain things but it doesn't stem from the men that like I mean I won't say it it doesn't but like yeah people are in abusive relationships where those insecurities stem from men that said it to them and they're in relationships with them but I will say like all the insecurities that I have that are from guys saying stuff to me it's not guy, good guys that I've dated or yeah. really cared for or really cared for me they've just been trash dudes generally exactly yeah but when it comes from someone that you cared about and then it's like it's gonna hold some weight and I feel like it should like I feel like people pretending like the people around them whatever they say about them or what they think about them doesn't matter like that's not true Mm-mm. It's such a nice feeling to like be like yeah. to know that somebody like likes you and like cares for you despite these things that you think make you so unlovable, unlikable. Like it's really a great feeling. <laughs> like it is. It really is. Yeah. I think we need to stop lying to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I like that yeah. one. That's a good one too. That one was on my list. So yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you. someone said it. I see you, girl. 
Okay, so we're doing like the bad first. Yeah. I mean, I guess like we're starting off with the negative. Sorry, that's what I started off with. <laughs> okay. Okay, mine is never go to bed angry with one another. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like it's just I I Not get realistic? like yeah, it's unrealistic. I get what's behind it is like, you know, you don't want your last words or your last like interaction with the person, like the love of your life or the person that you're with to be like in a negative way, like for sure. But that could, that also applies to like all your relationships, which maybe some people apply it to all of their relationships. But I also think that's like, yeah, very unrealistic. I think the idea of like you being in a romantic relationship and let's say you have a problem or conflict and you're you have to address it right away. I don't think that that's very productive. I think some people need to take time away and like think about what just happened, maybe debrief. Some people are really angry and when they have, like when they try to like debrief the situation right away, they could say things that maybe could hurt you. And they're self-aware about that. So they tell you like, hey, I need like a day or two to like think about this. And like, you know, obviously they should communicate it first. But yeah, I just think that's really unrealistic. And then it like forces you to like, try to solve problems like right away without really getting to the root of it or anyone really like seeing how they feel because I think a lot of us like we'll talk about a situation then two days later you're like wait but no that's not how I felt or like you know so that I think that could actually be toxic and like end up being bad like in the like long run for your relationship yeah because I feel like if you talk about things like right away for the sake of resolving it it's a very like surface level resolution Mm -hmm. and then I feel like you just like have this leftover like anger bitterness resentment whatever and it just builds over time I also feel like sometimes fights like you're not gonna have just one conversation about it you know what I mean like sometimes you have multiple conversations over the course of like weeks (laughs) depending Mm -hmm. on what it is so like maybe you're not fuming when you go to bed but like you're still not happy and that's mm. like normal I think it's giving that advice piece of advice is giving like 1940s like yeah resolve it because you're relying on this man because yeah. you can't have a bank account by yourself <laughs> you know what I mean? like, that's what it's giving yeah. resolve yeah. I don't want to sleep on the couch tonight so yeah like <laughs> resolve by any means necessary don't go yeah down for what this ties in with one of my good advice not to take away from yours Marwa but it ties in perfectly with my good advice which I was just trying to search because everything I ever searched it was like advice that I hated but I came across this one and I actually thought it was pretty good and it's not it's not always about what you fight it's about how you fight so it's like it's more about like communication right so it's realizing that even when you guys are angry with each other sometimes resolving it in the moment that's not somebody that's not how somebody communicates that's not how they want to resolve an issue so it's more so how you go about resolving a fight than it is about the fight itself because mm. it could go either way right mm-hmm. so yeah yeah i but- agree I think that people like think it's better if you're like, oh, I get over things like easily and we just talk about it right away and we're all good after and whatever. And like that's seen as better than maybe some people, some couples who take longer to like deal with their Mm -hmm. issues. But it's like no one is better or worse. It's just how everyone like communicates and how they can like receive whatever message like their partner is sending. But that takes me to one of my other ones. (laughs) (laughs) Another good one I had was get good at fighting. Yeah. 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 Because, well, for me personally, I'm 
horrible at fighting and it's just I feel like it's just not even just in romantic relationships but even just in friendships like it really really sucks when you suck at fighting it's the worst yeah because it's like you know I have the points they're all up here I have bare points okay but the way that they come out it's just not how I envisioned it (laughs) (laughs) no <laughs> it's the worst when you feel like they're saying all their points and it's like you can't articulate yourself anymore so you just yes. you're just like I, I I can't defend myself I have yeah. good valid points and I'm not defending myself in the moment so that it's it's, it's just it, it drives me insane that's the thing I can't defend myself and I think that's like especially because like growing up as an only child I never like fought with people a lot I never had to fight people for anything so like that's just not a skill that I learned <laughs> you know, on top of being a Libra. So like, you know, it's just not something that comes naturally to me. So like being around people, cause I feel like a lot of people around me have a lot of siblings and whatever. And it's just like, it just comes so naturally to them. They know what to do. They know how to do it. They know all they can be petty. Like I've never even had to like really be petty to my siblings. So like, it doesn't even come naturally to me around like other people, you know, cause yeah. it's just like never had to fight for anything. So yeah, being like in relationships and you're just like, I can't articulate what I'm feeling then you end up always being the one that's like apologizing or you're always the yeah. one that's in the wrong or your feelings are never acknowledged and and then you end up having to be very passive about well in my experience I feel like I ended up having to be very passive about the things that I felt or the things that I experienced because I just couldn't articulate it so there was no point mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's definitely a skill that I need to improve as well because I feel like I'm the same like I have all of these points after the fact, before the fact, during the fact, and they just, I can't, because I just, I have an issue with confrontation. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even matter how, like, calm the conversation is. If it is a confrontation, I'm blanking out. Like, I'm literally blacking out, and I'm I'm not speaking. I don't say the things that I want to say, and I just want it to be over. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't, and I feel like <laughs> the same way that you didn't have experience and practice with siblings, and family members I didn't because I'm the oldest and I just bite my tongue a lot for a lot of things yeah so I'm just I've just gotten used to like putting my issues on the back burner and not like talking about them so I literally don't know how to fight <laughs> I yeah and that's I, why a lot of my relationships like I don't fight and then when I do it ends up I'm like I'm leaving I'm done <laughs> yeah you're at your maximum which is like also not good I'm at my maximum but also like I don't even understand the concept of like this is an issue let's talk about it let's work through it maybe it's not going to be resolved in one day maybe it's going to be resolved over the course of like a couple of weeks or a few days or whatever but like to me a fight in a relationship is that we're breaking up Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) that's how I used to feel about friendships too yeah yeah and I feel like that was like my whole life for a a really really long time in my friendships like I never brought anything up like ever yeah because I was like oh my god if we fight they're gonna stop being my friend yeah but like that's not true like I don't feel that way anymore because like I've been very lucky to have friendships that have lasted years and years and years so I'm like yo if we fight and they leave after 10 years because of one fight I don't want to be your friend anyways right yeah. so I'm like mm-hmm. I've gotten more comfortable with the idea of like confrontation and fighting with my friends but I'm still not good at it by any means <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I feel like it also comes from like because I find that when I'm talking to the person I'm in conflict with that's when it's hard but then like when I'm like 
explaining it to a friend or venting to a friend, I'm like, oh my God, like I articulate myself so well. So because, much clarity. Yeah. Because like, I know this person is not going to be hurt by the way that I'm saying things yeah. and like, but I think that or, when I'm talking to somebody. Hmm? Or when you're in the shower and you're cussing. Yeah. I'm in the shower and I'm replaying the, the, best. the argument. Like, damn, the I could have said this, this and that. No, I'm ready. I'm like, why isn't this person here with me in the shower right now? Because I'm cussing. Like I'm perfect yeah. in the way that I'm fighting. Like yeah. my points are made. Sorry, I had to say that. But honestly, one time I had an argument with a friend who was really good at communication and the converse, like really good at communication, but also very empathetic. Mm-hmm. And the conversation went so well. And I was like, okay, wait, maybe I'm good at like conflict resolution, but I just don't do well with people who are very dis- defensive and like very rude and like, you know, aren't, don't try to see your side at all. Can't even put themselves in your shoes. Like I can't do well with that. Cause then that's when I like shut down or like, I don't want to like, I end up saying something that's rude and I don't want to do that. Or maybe like around people like that, I get insecure about like how valid my feelings are. So like after being in conflict with someone like that, I was like, wow, this was so great. And I don't feel like it affected our relationship at all. Like we actually got over it. And I was like, this is, yeah. So I don't know. I think sometimes it depends who you're fighting with also. Yeah. It really depends who you're fighting with, their fighting style and your fighting style combined. It has to be like compatible. Yeah. I feel like people get so caught up in like, you're bad at communicating. You're good at communicating. They're horrible at it. It's not like good or bad. It's like, do they work together yeah exactly it's also how you say things right like like that's the biggest thing like in a fight it could not even be that serious of a fight you know what I mean but as soon as somebody said something like out of pocket the way that they said it it can go left real damn quick right it's all about communication honestly in the way that you fight in the way that you give and receive love like everything yeah different types of communication styles apologies everything -hmm. i have another bad advice this one's been like really popular on tiktok and i fucking hate it can you guess what it is i think i i think i know what it's uh, it's gonna be if he wanted to he was yeah (laughs) (laughs) i knew that's what it was gonna be hate 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 that one for so many reasons number one people are not mind readers like if you want something speak up and say so nobody's gonna read your mind or guess or know what it is right off the bat number two it leaves you feeling like you're the problem like oh he doesn't want to for me because like I'm not good enough so he didn't want to so he didn't do it for me and it like it kind of like shits on you and it's like their behavior doesn't have anything to do with me like it leaves no responsibility for like the other person and it puts it all on you and like in terms of like being treated poorly um like and it's kind of ties into like oh like love yourself enough to walk away or respect yourself enough to walk away but like people don't acknowledge like walking away from relationships even when you're being treated poorly is not easy so don't and it paints you out to be this like person who doesn't care about themselves has no respect for themselves and it's like that's also a shitty feeling anyways I went off on a tangent but if you wanted to you would is bullshit because nobody can read your mind period and men are dumb like I feel like you need them you need to spell stuff out for them that statement I feel like it was trending for like um people who are in relationships and their partner like did these huge grand gestures without them necessarily asking them to but 
that's just who that person is. Like, that's how they show love. They show it in these grand gesture ways. If that's what you need in a relationship, then you're going to seek out somebody who does that, those things for you. They're going to know that you like those things and appreciate those things. And that's the kind of love that you want to receive. You know what I mean? So yeah. like people are just showing like these huge things that people are like, it's, it's, it's one thing to say like, oh, this is how my partner shows me love or whatever. But that statement just makes it seem like, oh, I'm not deserving of that as well. But yeah, yeah. It's just a condescending like, statement as well. Yeah. I also feel like, like, yeah, these people are doing these grand gestures, but like, we don't have a lot of context behind how these mm-hmm. grand gestures happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a lot of conversations that you have without explicitly saying like, I want big uh, bouquet of roses that someone can probably infer that you would like this thing, right? Like, and a lot of these times, these people have been in relationships for however many years or like a long time, like, and they know each other pretty freaking well at this point. So like, we need more context behind that. It's not just like, oh, he just did this because he's just such a romantic person. Like, I feel like that's not the common story. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I like learned this from my friend who's like, we've been friends like since seventh grade, like literally that's like my sister. And she's always been in relationships. And she tells me all the time, like with her husband, like, he never used to do these things. Like I literally told him like, this is what I need and this is what makes me happy. And he does them now because he wants to do them for her because she expressed it. Not because yeah. he's just like this fucking rom-com person. <laughs> and you just thought of this by himself. Like, yeah, you know? So yeah, it's just, it's kind of toxic. It makes like women in particular like feel shitty and like they're undeserving of these things because the guys they're with haven't done these things for them but that's not the case this is like like one that I I had to for bad advice it was like a tweet and it was men are simple if he loves you you will know if he doesn't you'll be confused simple like I feel like that kind of relates to that it's like men know what they want which they don't and like they're gonna show it and they're gonna be perfect at it yeah and I think that like it kind of reminds me of like the whole oh men are animals narrative and so that's why they cheat it's like men have brains (laughs) you know what I mean and like I actually feel like a lot of men would be offended by stuff like that because I'm just like I I don't think that men are as simple as we think like Mm -hmm. a lot of men are complex like they also have traumas and they also have like anxieties and they also have like insecurities and things like that that play a part into like how they are with women that they're dating or whatever Mm -hmm. it is so it's just like and then also the fact that it makes it so that like the women are like it's your fault that he's not that he's making you confused so and if he's acting confused then that means you have to leave like not necessarily like no there's just so many different situations and I I feel like yeah I feel like also like this this advice is very like dismissive do you know what I mean like it it doesn't leave room for communication it doesn't leave room for discussion between partners and I feel like that's like that's like the goal these days for people to like look for these signs and just leave and not even try and not even like talk to the person that they're dating to like make this relationship what they want it to be and make sure everyone's getting what they want out of it like yeah very like oh he didn't want to so I'm gonna go and oh I'm confused I'm gonna leave you're confused yeah. ask a question you're not receiving what you want ask for it <laughs> like we're all adults it, it goes both ways like for yeah. men and women you know 
people just don't want to communicate i feel like this yeah. is me generalizing i sound like an old fucking geezer people no but it's it's true though it's, it's really true like it's true frustrating think- because sorry sorry to no, go ahead. i think I, th- I said i think it's frustrating because like all these like kind of cliche statements is because of how we go about dating now in our society right like that's where it all stems from it's because like no one knows how to commit and so like any sign of like this person not fully being um committed to you and only you it's like okay gotta run to the door or whatever like that's everyone's instinct that's everybody's Mm -hmm. instinct that's how people date nowadays like that's just unfortunately how our society is and like I I don't blame people for like feeling that way because like our generation is like a generation that comes from like a very high percentage of divorce rates amongst like their parents and their friends' parents and their family's parents or whatever. So it's like, obviously like that's going to have an impact on this generation and they're not going to think the way that people thought about marriage in the sixties. And that's Mm -hmm. why also it's just like, like there's just so many factors that play a part. You know, I think now people are thinking, I think that's why like relation, like dating is so hard and relationships are so hard nowadays. Cause like, okay, this traditional way, not necessarily working and everyone's trying to find a way to make it work for them. And it's complicated. Yeah. Especially when we're still like dealing with judgment. So like if people want to live a married or like relationship life, but in a different way than how our parents did it, like they have to live with that judgment. And like, I feel yeah. like maybe in a couple generations, they won't have to deal with that. Like they'll just be able to do what they want, how they want it. Okay. So I want to go back to the thing that you said about like a lot of people are coming from um, families where their parents divorced or separated or whatever. And because of that, I feel like a lot of people are like afraid to commit and so like all of this advice is very like makes it very easy for people to like run away because everyone wants to care as little as possible so it's like less painful and easier when things do end because it takes a lot of courage and a lot of like emotion and you know whatever to give a shit (laughs) about a relationship and so when it ends it's so much more devastating um because you cared so people like to not care Mm -hmm. because I think it'll make it easier so this relates to a piece of good advice that I got um and I I think I got it from like a therapist of mine because I had that issue where I was like preemptively like trying to like foresee the end of a relationship or like trying to prevent things from happening I guess mine's a little bit opposite I was caring too much low-key but yeah like like expecting the worst and like protect trying to protect yourself preemptively like won't save you from disappointment of that relationship ending like regardless it's if it ends it's going to suck whether you like were attached or not like I feel like it's going to suck anyways so you like being worried and playing these games trying to care as less as little as possible trying to like foresee the future you're just ruining the process for yourself for no reason because either way if you break up it's gonna suck so just live your life (laughs) enjoy just be genuine with your feelings and be like you know Mm -hmm. in the moment and be present in that relationship and enjoy it for what it is when it when it is Mm -hmm. and if it ends it's like it ends Mm -hmm. um which is like obviously way easier said than done but yeah that's a really like I love that advice because it helped me a lot 
That is really good advice. I definitely agree with that. Like there's nothing you can do to like stop the disappointment. Um, I feel like I took that approach with something like when I was first dating this guy and, you know, trust is a hard thing to build when you don't really know somebody. So I was kind of always afraid of getting cheated on Mm. and it like took over me and like consumed my whole like my mind my body everything and then I got to a point where I was like there's nothing I can do to stop that from happening mm-hmm. when and if it happens then I'll deal with it accordingly me yeah. sitting here stressing about it is not gonna do anything it's gonna suck either way and it's gonna just like and then it also makes you like so like act in a very like you start moving weird yeah, right because you're just I was like gonna say yeah and then it, and then it impacts your relationship and it's like and then it's just you ends up ending anyway because you we're moving weird. It. yeah yeah <laughs> moving weird. Like, it's like you literally <laughs> shoot your own self in the foot like you think you're yeah. like being proactive and like helping yourself out but really you're just shooting yourself in the foot you ruin the process for yourself and then you just like you're starting to move weird and now the relationship isn't fun anymore for anybody yeah so it's like okay take a chill pill (laughs) it's fine Mm. and honestly it's so like bro like when I tell you my life changed when my mindset my mindset changed in that it's like what the hell was that that was exhausting yeah and it's just like and then you're just like why am I even in a relationship like there's no way this is how relationships are even though I do think a lot of people live in relationships and are constantly like afraid of things but it's like it's not worth it like just live your life if shit goes down it goes down you deal with it but whatever you do in in the meantime it's not gonna affect the end result as much so yeah there's this like concept of like um not being attached to anything I don't know who it is it's like is it everything in life is temporary like like the flowers they grow and they die (laughs) you know the sun rises and it sets every day right like nothing stays forever and so like practicing this like like concept of like not being too attached to anything or person I feel like makes relationships and things like that easier and it's like okay just appreciate what it is for what it is in the moment and if it like goes away then that's it is what it is if you're not like too attached and holding on so tight yeah it won't hurt as much 100% and then you don't like lose yourself in the relationship and you still have like things that are yours that are yours after yeah you can like switch your focus to so that literally just brings me to one of my good advice that I found and it's like don't abandon yourself in a, in a relationship and it's like make sure you still keep doing those hobbies make sure you still are in touch with your friends make sure you're still like being ambitious and doing the things you wanted to do before the relationship make sure you're not abandoning yourself and forgetting who you are before this relationship like came into your life right mm-hmm. because if and when it if it does, I don't want to say when it does <laughs> come to an end, then what do you like? You've just completely lost who you were before that. And you still want to come out of a relationship. Well, don't go into it with the mindset that it's going to like be it's doomed or whatever. But if, if that's something that's, that's the inevitable, that's what's going to happen in the end, then you still want to be who you were 
and yeah. enjoy all the things you did before the relationship right just don't very like true. lose yourself so even in the relationship like at some point you're gonna be like you're gonna wake up one day even if you're still in the relationship and realize wait why did I stop doing this and where is this mm-hmm. person and yeah. you know and it's just like you want to still I don't know because that for me that's really important to me in a relationship like I'm like obsessed with my like independence and freedom like yeah I don't know if it's like a control thing but like I just you know you want to still maintain that in your relationship and for me I even like encourage the person I'm with to be that way because that those are things that made you happy before we were in a relationship or even while and like you want your partner to be happy you want your partner to like enjoy things other than you and you know, I feel like them being happy about other things is going to make them a better partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's the also important to like add to your life, not necessarily like become the whole thing. Like, exactly. I feel like in my last relationship, and I don't know if it was because it was a pandemic or what mm-hmm. the what the case was, but I feel like that breakup was very difficult for me for many reasons. But that breakup was like really, really hard for me because we literally spent all day talking, like all day so to the now have this person not be part of my life at all to go from 100 to zero like it's so jarring it's so so jarring and I feel like if we had like more space (laughs) day to day I would still feel it but I feel like it wouldn't be so like whoa I'm feeling this major loss right now yeah I feel like if I didn't have like a strong group of friends or like people that I'm really close to, it would be so difficult to, you know, go through that. Like just stop talking to somebody that you're used to talk to every day. That's another thing though. It's like in your relationship, like as, as nice as it would be to like have all of your friends blend into one and then you guys can do things all the time. Like his friends, your friends, you're all cool and stuff like that. I think it's still important to have that strict boundary and line of having your own separate friendship and groups away from your agreed like, significant other yeah. right because you need to escape and you need to be who you are with your friends that you've had before this relationship mm-hmm. right like if those lines blur then it's just like just everything is just interconnected and it's just too much like yeah yeah there needs to be that separation 100 percent. yeah i agree um okay I have a good one well yeah okay I think so see if you guys agree (laughs) okay the most important factor in a relationship is not communication but respect facts I feel like respect is the basis for everything like the way that somebody moves with you and acts with you like if they respect you even if you're in conflict it's gonna be fine if they respect you (laughs) Yeah. So if someone doesn't respect you, you could be the most amazing communicator. It doesn't matter. They don't respect you or your opinion or your feelings or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Facts. And I feel like someone who respects you, like they've, they create that safe space. And even when you're, like you said, when you're in conflict, like you're able to, yeah, like, you know, you, you probably better, like you, you want to understand where they're coming from. Yeah. I feel like someone who doesn't respect you doesn't care to, so they won't. Right. You know? I've- Absolutely. And that's a, that's, wow, that's a realization I just made. Like, someone who doesn't try to understand where you're coming from actually does not respect you. Yeah, it's very true. They don't, they just, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's just about, yeah. Care. And also, like, like, I feel like respect in the relationship, like, spills over into, like, if the relationship ends. Like, you mm-hmm. also want to maintain that respect when you guys break up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people like 
lose that part <laughs> through a breakup and they treat you any kind of way mm-hmm. like I feel like their ego kicks in and that's yeah and that's something that's like it's really hard because it's it sucks because ego like a lot of times depending on the person will overpower everything the mm-hmm. love they have for you the respect they have for you like and it ruins things and it sucks really bad for sure when you realize you're like wait your ego was more important more times than not mm-hmm. it's so shitty it's, such it's a very shitty very shitty like realization yeah it's so upsetting mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so upsetting but yeah i think that like if your partner respects you there's not that there's nothing but there's a lot of like I feel like as a couple, you can like overcome a lot. Yeah. And like in a very healthy way. I believe that. Yeah. And I've actually thought of like, to be honest, when you first said the statement, I was like, wait, no, I don't agree with that because communication is important. But as soon as you said that, like, if, if they're not willing to like understand in, in a matter of a respectful manner that you'd like understand how you're feeling or why you're um, thinking the way that you are, then that doesn't matter how they communicate with you. It doesn't matter the type of <laughs> how well they're able to communicate with you at all. If there's yeah. no basis of respect period. Exactly. So yeah, I never really thought of that, but that's actually, yeah. Yeah. I think cause it's like, a, it's kind of a hard pill to swallow like to realize that someone that you've been dating or someone you've been talking to or is a friend or whatever like just doesn't respect you that's kind of hard to like come to you know it's easier yeah. to just be like oh she just can't communicate or like yeah because it, I feel like people take it as like it says something about themselves like oh yeah I dated somebody that doesn't respect me yeah you know what I mean and it's kind of like similar to like people who are like I was listening to Shambu Drum's podcast and they were talking about like gaslighters and how like this woman was in like a four-year relationship and he like gaslit the shit out of her to the point that like it's years later now and she still feels like the effects of that but Mm -hmm. she was saying like I don't think he's a bad person still and the therapist came on after and was like no he did all of these bad things and he consistently does them so when a person does bad things like they are a bad person but it's like she was trying to you know like see the good in him still because almost as a self-preservation thing like how could I date somebody who's bad how could I love somebody who's bad yeah you know yeah because we feel like it says a lot about us it's yeah and it's like you don't want to feel that like not only did this situation suck now you're taking a look at yourself like damn how can I love somebody who's bad and let somebody into my life who's bad like it's like fuck (laughs) yeah it's because the world loves to victim blame like that tinder swindler situation and everyone's like oh the girls are so stupid blah 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 blah. like that man manipulated the hell out of them and I feel like manipulation is such a like overlooked like evil tactic like imagine you're able to make someone believe that like everything they're doing is because of they because they want to because their own will like Mm -hmm. it's really really messed up and like people love to blame the person who's like the victim no one is above being manipulated i hate 100 like like, oh that could never be me bitch it very well could be (laughs) yeah it very well could be like um i have a good advice i feel like it's kind of obvious but 
it's just something that I need to, I need to like remind myself of constantly because I I like to get ahead of myself <laughs> and I meet a guy and I plan our whole wedding on date one <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of goes back to the attachment thing and it's like date without attachment to the outcome and like date like intentionally date that knowing is knowing marriage could potentially be an outcome of this relationship but don't be attached to that idea Mm-hmm. Um, I think it just like it, it makes you more realistic about like are you good together like is this actually the best decision for you long term to be with this person like does it make sense to be with this person like I feel like I'm at a place where I feel like love isn't enough <laughs> I yeah. need more mm-hmm. than that um so yeah like date without attachment to the outcome and I like the part of like know that marriage is potentially an outcome but yeah just as as good of an outcome or as likely of an outcome as breaking up or never getting married or whatever the bajillion different outcomes there could be marriage is just one of them yeah I agree I think that's really good advice like I think especially a lot of like immigrant cultures I don't want to speak for all of them but like Sydney's for instance I think a lot of like when both people are Sudanese marriage is discussed in the first 10 minutes and it's not weird it's very much normal and it's not good I think maybe when you get to a certain age when you really know yourself but it's like there's Sudanese couples dating at like 21 or 22 aka me (laughs) who are like discussing (laughs) marriage like right away and it's like bro what that doesn't even make any sense. And I feel like you just, you like let a lot of shit slide and are okay with a lot of shit because like marriage is now on the table or do you know what yeah. I mean? And I feel like you're more likely to like be okay with certain things because you've now classified this person as like your husband. Yeah. And someone being your husband is like them being your family. And it's like, have they earned that title yet? Like, have they, mm-hmm. like, does this even make sense? Like, mm-hmm. It, it distracts you too from like working on like whatever it is you're building you're just thinking about the future but how are you even going to get there when you haven't even built your foundation yet yeah. you know I think it goes both yeah. ways like for the man and the woman like it's just it's not a it's not a good idea for either Mm-mm. hell no because yeah you just get so focused on the future and like you got to work on right now today this moment <laughs> We have bear issues right now. <laughs> no, when no, you bear. say it out loud that like you discuss marriage within the first 10 minutes of meeting each other, it actually yeah. sounds insane. It's yeah. actually I mean, no, insane. that was an exaggeration, but like- No, no, I know, yeah. but like uh, it, th- that's basically what happens though. Yeah. Literally within so like the common. first couple of dates, if your a marriage- Even yeah. if it's not a conversation that's being had between you guys, like you know both parties are thinking about it already. Yes. Like, they're both Sudanese. <laughs> they're both thinking about it. Yeah, because a part of it is also like asking, oh, like, where's your family from? And like, who are they? Do they know each other? Okay, this can work because they know, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, you're already doing that stuff in Mm -hmm. your head and you're having these natural conversations and you're just trying to put two and two together. Like, to Mm -hmm. like, it just makes sense, you know? Yeah, but it is hard, though. Like, it's hard hard. not to when you're dating someone from your culture, like, like Sudanese culture. It's really difficult. Not just that, it's also hard. Sudanese, so like, I don't like. I I do that already, (laughs) so I can't even imagine. But imagine it's reciprocated. (laughs) No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't even imagine. Yeah, (laughs) that's because I feel like yeah, other people wouldn't. Yeah, it's scary. 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 Thank you so much. I got a delivery. Sorry, guys. 
Wow. Wow. Can I have bubble, bubble tea? tea? <laughs> Wait. Is that mango? Yeah, it's a mango slush with coconut jelly. From where? Where do you guys get your, where do you guys get bubble tea? Uh, noon. So was it from noon? Where's the bubble tea from? Uh, noon moment. Noon, noon moment. Okay, I'm you know those go TikTok after. people? <laughs> I want that so bad right now. No, like I need it. So, okay, let's hurry up. <laughs> yeah, I need to leave. <laughs> um, for all the listeners, now everyone's going to go and get bubble tea, right? Like that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Ugh, this is not guys. sponsored. It um, should be. Yeah, First we, had, we were trying Play to get us. to more ends. Then like McDonald's. Now, hey, noon moment. If you want to sponsor, hey us. We're bleeping this whole part out if we don't get a check. <laughs> okay, I see this on Twitter a lot, or like I hear it sometimes from people. After three months, you should know if you want to be with me or not. Is that good advice or bad advice? What do you guys think? I don't know. I don't know either. But I like lately. I keep hearing men say that they will know if they want to marry a girl okay. within three three months. It's so it's such a crazy concept to me. But now I don't know if that's like good or bad advice. I like don't I actually. I can't. I don't necessarily. I like. I I kind of agree that men know, but only because I think they just like end up with the person who's in proximity to them when they're ready i don't agree i i put it as bad advice by the way but i do know a lot of people like to see it as like good advice yeah but i don't agree i think a lot of men i think a lot of men who say that don't have experience in like dating women and i think that their 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 criteria for what makes a woman date because a lot of times i've seen men say when they first meet you they know if they want to date you or not yeah and it's it's more so just about like it's it's just the way like it's like the way the woman carries herself maybe her mm-hmm. reputation things like that that i feel yeah. like okay a man automatically like makes her like make, make like puts them in this box of, like oh i can marry her because like maybe right. she has a little she body count yeah. or like she's you know it's it's kind of like immature like yeah. i feel like if a man was to say that to me i'd be like you're childish grow up like there's no way that you just like know right away even though three months you could know in three months like three months is like it's not short it's not like long but like I've seen a lot of men say they know right when they meet a woman and I'm just like that doesn't yeah it kind of goes hand in hand with what we were saying earlier about like if you wanted to he would and uh like that kind of stuff like it leaves no room for men to be more complex yeah um, exactly yeah I think that's what I just that. really hate I hate yeah. when there's no room for men to be complex because they are and then we make a lot of excuses for them because they're like oh they're these like fucking ne- Neanderthals and they're not yeah they're, exactly yeah. like I know we've all had true. relations with men where like you like the way they think they have they're very like oh, you yeah. know they say very thought-provoking things like there's you're not going to be like oh like they're just so simple and blah, blah blah they're not at all they're actually not people always not. say like men are simple I'm like I've never met a simple man in my life like ever they're so, yeah. ever they're, they're so, so complicated. complicated yeah and not necessarily in a bad way I just yeah think they also are critical thinkers and they also like you know have opinions and they're like, I feel like when people say that, it's like, you're just looking at these men that are like super misogynistic and just like 
haven't really sat there with like and you know thought about things critically they're just like take it for what it is mm-hmm. yeah and like that's not I also the kind of man that, you want to end up with I also think that a lot of men are overthinkers but this label of an overthinker is mostly attached with like women because mm-hmm. I think yeah, we are mostly overthink thing. yeah it's very much a feminine thing but men are also very much overthinkers whether they want to admit it or not yeah they very much are I yeah. didn't make it as a male a, a, a man thing I like I feel like I see it a lot more with men than I do women like the whole overthinking thing yeah yeah I'm like just thinking back to like yeah <laughs> men that I've, I've dated uh majorly overthinkers because I feel like with yeah, women when you... if you're taking the emotional approach you're kind of you're listening to your gut more your intuition you know with men they don't maybe maybe don't do that as much I think some do but I'm just saying maybe because they haven't really like that part hasn't really been like nurtured so they like just overthink mm-hmm um to go back to the advice I I was on the fence about it because I think it's bad advice because of like putting it into a box like within three months you need to know yeah I think it's all very dependent on the like what has transpired in those three months but I feel like also it could be good good advice if it just if it's just like revamped a little bit it needs to be like molded a little bit to say like like whatever point when you're ready to be like okay let's be in a relationship like I feel like you need to somebody has to have an idea of like yeah do you see this going somewhere like I feel like somebody should know I feel like the I don't know like blah 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 like I'm not whatever I feel like that's how we get into situationships and it sucks if you don't want to be in a situationship Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you stay um I lost my train of thought, but it could be good advice, but I just don't like the strict rigidity of within three months, you need the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, 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 I see what you're saying. Like, I think it's good if like, I think that you should have like a cutoff for you, like, okay, like I'm ready to take, yeah, for you personally, I'm ready to take this next step. If you feel like they're not, you know, they're not there yet, then like, I think that's okay to be like, okay, I'm going to walk away. Like, I know what I want. If you don't know what you want, this is not for me. But I think putting the time on it, that's the problem I have with it. It's yeah. like, you know, in three months, like, yeah, some people could like really like move really quickly within three months, but some people could not. And also like, it's just. I just yeah, think that the, like three months is just a short, like I can't process someone making such a definitive decision, three such months? a big decision within three months, especially like, let's say in terms of like, people get into relationships fast and then that just snowballs into an engagement and like marriage it's Mm. like you guys don't even know each other like a lot of the times it's not like it's not it's not like you guys have been put in certain situations where you see how that person acts in certain scenarios and I feel like that's really important when you're getting to know somebody and you you haven't necessarily had like such a huge fight or to see how they deal with things in conflict or whatever it may be I just don't mm-hmm. feel like it, like three months to me I just I can't fathom it depends <laughs> like, I, I feel like it really depends on like what the t- it really depends on like the two people who are involved it depends on like the things that you've experienced with each other within these three months like with sometimes I've dated people for three months and I've hung out with them four times mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying you know what I mean like I was in like a relationship and within two months I was like uh, like I'm with it. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's do this. You know what I mean? Like it, it really depends. And like, 
it really it really fucking depends I also think like I will say like you know it's okay if you take that leap after three months and you're like okay yeah, I'm ready to commit and then it doesn't work out and that's fine I just think that like maybe like I think that some people have a fear of like failure and so that's why they don't want to like take that leap and some people are okay with dating and breaking up and dating and breaking up and so I think also maybe it has to do with your relation your relationship with commitment mm-hmm I also feel like there's like an ego piece there I feel like when people say like if in three months you don't know you want to be with me I'm like yeah I don't know it's like it's giving ego it's giving like I don't know I think it's the way it's worded yeah it's very like yeah and you don't even know how you're gonna feel in three months like imagine going around saying like on the first date you're like yeah in three months like I'm gonna know whether or you should know whether you want to be with me or not and then three months later and you're confused like you have no idea every person is gonna every person you date is gonna like it's gonna move at a different pace Mm -hmm. for sure so yeah I feel like we all have a problem with the time frame of it yeah (laughs) yeah putting such a rigid time frame for things because yeah Yeah, I don't like the idea Sorry. Yeah, people can have things figured out within a month. Like y'all yeah. could have just gone through everything and anything within a month. Um, or yeah, it just takes And longer. I think that you could date after a month, but it doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, we knew it in a month and then some people waited like five months. It doesn't necessarily mean you know each other. You were better, like, yeah, it doesn't mean you're better, better than yeah. people who waited five or six months. I think yeah, that's yeah. all what I'm really trying to get at because I think that's yeah. what people think they're better because they just knew right away. And it's yeah. like, and some people who took longer to like figure it out. It's like, oh, you're probably not as strong. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I also, I think I want to start a petition for people to stop giving dating advice on Twitter. Like, it's actually so <laughs> annoying. Like, what does no, anyone Twitter, even know? <laughs> everything know. that you read on Twitter, you have to take with a grain of salt. One hundred, like you cannot take any oh. I feel like everyone is just trolling everybody is trolling it is entertaining though and also everyone on Twitter is 23 so like no facts <laughs> like what have you experienced please tell me yeah um does anyone have right. any more advice I do and I can't decide if it's if it's a good or bad advice because it's something I fucking hate to like despise hearing despise it but at the same time, I know there's truth to this. There's a okay. lot of truth to this. Okay. So the ti- the <laughs> the statement is timing is everything. I believe it. Yeah, I'm a firm believer of that. I believe it. I know. 100%. I know. But I hate it. I hate it with every like I have a visceral reaction anytime someone tells me it. But I, I, under, like- I know I know the testament. I understand the meaning of that statement. I'm just so frustrated with it. I, I feel like you hate it because it's kind of giving it's gonna happen when you least expect it. It's like along the same lines. It is. Well, like, those were my two. Those were my two. It's yeah, so it's like, it's along the same lines, but I genuinely, genuinely believe timing really is everything because like you could meet this person who's like compatible with you in every way but if you're not in the headspace or they're not in the headspace for a relationship it is not going to work like because of uh, other external factors that are going on in their life in their life you know or going on in your life you know what I mean so I feel like timing really really is everything and like you hear stories about people who like got together and broke up with an like got back together years later and it worked Mm -hmm. so much better because Mm -hmm. just the timing was right or like even like logistically the timing is not right like maybe this person's living in new york 
for a year and they met somebody in Toronto, but they're moving to Toronto in a year. And like the timing wasn't right. They don't want to do long distance. So they don't date. But when they move to Toronto, it it's fine. Now the timing is good. They're both in Toronto and it works. You know what I mean? Like logistically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, like timing is everything. Yeah. Like if it's a place to accept this relationship. I, I get it. I get everything that you're saying. Trust me. I understand that. I know that. Can we change the statement? Like, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. We can use this time right now to figure it out. But like, you know, like there's just certain statements that I, I can't stand hearing anymore. I yeah, because it's just hearing. overdone. It's like super cliche. And I'm cliche. just like, I'm so done. Everyone just makes me feel like I just. I think it's a There's something's thing. wrong with me. Because okay? I feel like it makes you feel like this this thing is out of your control am i a control like, freak is that what you're trying to say no <laughs> <laughs> i'm not your therapist i'm not gonna say all of that but i feel like both of those statements are kind of like saying like it's out of your hands type of yeah. vibe like mm. when it happens it'll happen and timing is everything so if the timing's not right there's nothing you can do about it right it's very much like you have no yeah. say <laughs> And if it's something and you want, you like about it, yeah. If it's something that you want and you feel like you have no control over it, like that's not a good feeling. It's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I found that like I think I do. I am. Oh my god. Yeah, I think I am a control freak. Because <laughs> this stuff like really frustrates me to the point where it's just like, why? Like we can figure it. Like why? Like it could be figured. I don't out. think you're. I actually don't think you're a control freak. I don't know. But. I think that um, like I think that people are just giving you bad advice at the worst times. Yeah, the the timing. All of my life is bad. The timing All really is life. everything. Yeah. yeah. Also, like when people are giving advice, people like who you're talking to depends on the advice you're getting. That's why like therapy is important because a lot of times people project what they're feeling onto you and then you know make it seem like it's like this objective advice, and it's not. So. And also people like who are in relationships sometimes give advice to people who are single from a place of like, oh, I feel so bad for you. Like, yeah, you poor thing, like you're single, like, you know what I mean? And and giving advice from that space, get out of my face. I don't even want to fucking hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Like, I'm content being single. Hot girl summer. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I am every so year, every year. Opposite. Every I year. Never girl. wanted less of a hot girl summer in my life. The, I feel like this is the year that I want it the most. This is the year I want it the least. Literally, this is the year I want it the least. That's so. Every year that passes by, the less, like, the more I hate being single. Deadass. Like, I fucking oh despise God. it. I'm like having such an opposite trajectory. I wish, I wish, because that's how you should go about your life carefree and just like having fun, having a good time. And if it happens, it happens. But like, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> like, that's how it should be. Like my life would be so much easier. I would not be as miserable, but I just, mm-hmm. like, like, I have to. If it happens, it happens. Like, I feel like I just, I, I, I want to put in the effort to date, but I'm not in a place to put in the effort to date. <laughs> So I think that's why I'm so like hot girl summer, like da da da. Like I'm just I can't, and I want to, and I want to do it intentionally, which is why I'm like I'm I'm not ready, and I don't feel yeah, like it, yeah. and I just don't want to. 
there's also a part of me that's like ready to go back to Ottawa because I have like four dates lined up. So Love I that. also I'm like that's low key a hot girl me, summer though, right? I know, I know. But ask me, ask me if I'm interested in any of them or attracted to any of them. Doesn't no, matter. Well, I'm you not. haven't gone the first date yet though. Yeah, that's true. But it's like you know, I like the initial attraction. Like I don't have that yet. It's okay, there, man. But I'm just like, I'm like, I want, I want to feel that I want to be taken out. I want to be wine and dine. And if I have like a summer fling, that's the ideal situation. Like I would rather focus. So lit. I would rather focus my time and my energy into one person. So, Mm. yeah. Mm. So instead of, instead of the four. Really fun. Huh? Instead of the four. I mean, if one of them ends up being a sugar daddy, that's even better. (laughs) I don't know why my idea of a hot girl summer is like zero. <laughs> uh, it is. That's zero what usually men. people. Yeah. That's how people zero think men. of it. That's how people think of it, though. No, I feel like I feel like it's like zero commitment. It's like you're going out on multiple dates, but like just for fun, for the vibes. You're going out to parties. You're meeting people, but it's just vibes. That's, yeah. That's I don't know. I think I realized that like me also, it's like, I'd rather just like be in a relationship or just like not think about men at all. Like, I don't, I, I'd like the in-between stuff. I, I can't do it. The roster is exhausting. I, I don't, I actually it. don't know how people do that stuff. Like it's Lena. nice in theory, but no, I was, I was tired. Okay. Like I couldn't remember what story I told which dude, I, like it was, it was a lot. Like I just, yeah. it was too you much. You sound like a guy. I can't keep up with my stories, with my lies. <laughs> I really couldn't. It was my exhausting. Life. It was exhausting. It was fun, but I don't. I don't know if I have the capacity. Mm. Yeah, no, I don't I have the capacity. It's hard. I've never tried it even, but it looks hard. I feel like one guy's enough, bro. They're so men are actually high maintenance. So high maintenance. Bruh. Like, I'm sorry. Their emotions alone need their own person to like take care of. <laughs> no i'm actually Um, convinced as sensitive as i am every man is way more sensitive than i am absolutely more sensitive more emotional they overthink way more than i do i can't believe it because i'm at that top of the list when it comes to fucking females being all of those things so the fact that like every man that i've encountered is far more than that says a lot about the male species and i think they need to accept it and finally admit that i'm sick and tired yeah. of them acting like they're not <laughs> i have one to end it off and i put it in the indifferent pile because hmm. i think i have like mixed um, feelings yeah ask your friends for advice mm. Mm. i want to say it's good because i'm biased because that's all i do <laughs> i think that's why you- everyone does so are you particular about the friends you talk to, though? Good question. No. <laughs> no I was just going to say, for me, absolutely not. I'm everybody, everything. I don't think oh, I am. But I need to. Because for me, it's about perspectives. Mm. All of my friends have, like, different perspectives <laughs> And so I don't go to one particular friend for a particular type of advice or particular type of issue. I like, I go to all of them because they all view things in a different way. 
and I like to see different perspectives of things and different sides of things before I make my own kind of like decision because I feel like sometimes when you're in a situation and it's about a relationship or whatever there's emotions involved there's ego involved whatever you can kind of get like your judgment kind of gets cloudy um so I do like to go to all of my friends to just <laughs> you know yeah. get the consensus oh <laughs> uh, I I do so because I need to vent I need to mm. vent about it and I need to continue to talk about it with like several different people. Yes, the perspective thing to hear it from how other people are viewing the situation, but I just need to talk it out, especially when I can't talk it out with the person that like I'm having some sort of conflict with. I just need to talk it out mm-hmm. multiple times with multiple people. Yeah. And like, I'm grateful enough to have like so many friends that I'm able to do that with, not just like one or two people. Yeah, I think it would be better and beneficial for everybody involved if I chose certain people to talk about certain things with. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very indifferent about this, like not indifferent. I have like, I don't know. So I feel like asking friends is important because sometimes like we don't know how like, you know, you might think something's normal and then you talk to all your friends and they're like, no, wait, that's not okay. Or maybe you should do this or blah, blah, blah. Um, but then I also feel like, okay, like if your friends know your significant other, like they hang out with them, they have like a perception of them that they might be biased towards yeah. your significant other. I feel like if I was in a relationship where my p- friends didn't really know my significant other, I feel like I would go to them more or you don't want your friends to like, if, the, if you're, if you're like significant other is like around in like a lot of group situations, you don't want your friends to like perceive your partner in a certain way because like they might be forgiving of you not forgiving of you but like you could probably tell your friend something they're not going to judge you for that action but they could judge your boyfriend or girlfriend so there's that and yeah I don't know oh yeah and then also like the judgment part I think especially when it comes to like men and relationships like I'm like I honestly am not even like a person who's like easily embarrassed but like when it comes to men I'm like easily embarrassed <laughs> like very easily embarrassed so it's like there's why that is a man letting me do these things right yeah no like, it's so embarrassing in the head yeah like why? no like I literally won't even post like an Instagram quote because I'm just like to let people think that I to let people know that I think about men that's embarrassing <laughs> okay <laughs> Like, I don't know why, but just something about it is just so embarrassing to me. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I'm dead. So, like, you know, the men are embarrassing. Please. They're so embarrassing. Like, I just, yeah. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. But that's why your friends shouldn't know everything. Yeah. Like, you should not be going to your friends about every little fight, every little situation that happens with you and your significant other. Some things just need to be kept between you two. I agree with that, but not because of the judgment thing. I agree with that because you're way more forgiving of your significant other than your friends would be of them. Yeah. 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 That's that's my thing. Yeah. Like, they one small thing and they could change their whole perspective about that person. And then you end up with this person forever and it's like, they have a bad taste in their mouth now about them just because yeah. like you, they're loyal to you like who is this random man that's come into our life <laughs> you know? yeah so that's why even if I do talk to a friend like I feel like I would be very particular about 
what friend I would talk to, like someone who I feel like is very like objective, but also empathetic. Cause I just feel like some people are so like, like you come to them for advice and they're like, oh my God, like I would never put up with that or I would never do this. And well, and it's just like, and I used to be that friend. So like, it's shitty. I I used to be that friend (laughs) up until like last week because I hadn't been in like any like real relationships. So I was like, I thought I would put up with way less than I did. Yeah. (laughs) And you get into a relationship, you're like, oh, (laughs) I get it now. But yeah. And like some people just have like a very like, black and white way of seeing the world and they can't really like you know and so people like that that's like difficult to speak to them even though they're like a good friend to you it's just like Mm -hmm. I don't really know if I want to get your advice on this yeah but I like when you ask the question about like going to your friends for advice I like went down the list of all the people that I go to for advice and I feel like all the people that I talk to were very like like unbiased and Mm -hmm. like a lot of the time if I'm like complaining about something they'll be like you're an idiot like they'll take his side yeah <laughs> you know yeah I mean? and I feel like that's a very good sign I feel like it if is my friends can tell me that I'm being stupid and this is a non-issue and they help me see things from the other person's perspective that's good those are good people that I want to like go to for yeah 100 I think also like going to your friends for like relationship advice it's also just like a really sensitive I think I think it's so I I noticed that like in my last relationship like in the beginning I would go to my friends a lot but then as the time goes on you kind of stop because that person becomes some like in the beginning when you're first dating somebody like yeah you care for them and maybe you have love for them or whatever it's like it's it's I don't know it just doesn't feel as awkward like talking to your friends about it but the deeper you are in the relationship it kind of gets awkward Mm at some point I don't know yeah so it just gets really intimate at that point like yeah the issues that you have are a lot more intimate whereas in the beginning it's like he took three hours to text me back today he normally takes exactly like it's very like you know the problems are different yeah exactly so yeah it becomes it gets awkward and like I don't know they I feel like there's a lot of like nuanced little things that happen that like people wouldn't understand if you try and explain this fight that you had a year into the relationship versus exactly you had like two months in yeah yeah not necessarily yeah. even time but just like how deep you get into how like, deep you, yeah yeah you yeah. get into the relationship exactly. it's just exactly. like yeah so that part and then I also like I think like the reason why I find it embarrassing <laughs> it's just like another level of like vulnerability to me like I, it's just yeah. hard it's really really difficult and I already have a problem with being vulnerable so to me that's just like next level Mm-hmm. so yeah I think it's good but I think I think you have to be careful about what friends which friends you're going to mm-hmm. for sure but you also don't want to go with friends that you know are going to like be on your side or you know you want to yeah. get different perspectives so like you kind of have to find a balance yeah it's very true but yeah does anyone else have anything no I said all my- let me look at my list I feel like I forgot one <laughs> I have one I don't know if you want to talk about it. It's don't expect your boyfriend to be your BFF. Mm. What do you guys think? Is it good or I bad? agree. Like there's certain things like sometimes combos with your girls just hit so different. Yeah. Like so different. I feel like you get so many different things from your girlfriends than you do from like your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, you can be like really close with him and have like a really great friendship, which I think is very crucial to any relationship. Like that friendship basis, like needs to be there. But 
they cannot replace your girlfriends. Like, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they can replace your girlfriends. And I, I also don't think that you should put the pressure of like making your boyfriend or girlfriend your best friend. I think there's so many hats pressure. to wear. Too many hats to be your best friend and your your lover. And your lover. <laughs> like that's a, being a lover alone is a lot. Like, but yeah. I just feel like that kind of dynamic, like having the best friend relationship dynamic that just comes naturally at the closer that you guys get like this is going to be your person regardless at the end of the day it's going to be the person you're living with like making huge life decisions with blah 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 blah. it's it's gonna feel like they're your best friend but it's he 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 should not be a replacement for your best friend yeah but like just naturally it when you think of the term best friend it's more of like somebody that you're super close to right that knows everything about you I feel like I feel like sometimes like with men, like if you treat them as like your best friend and you like vent to them about certain things, they always want to find a solution, <laughs> right? I feel like there's a lot more, they're like more invested in they like, they take things that happen to you like very to heart. Whereas uh-huh. like your best friends that are girls, like they care about you for sure deeply, but I feel like they don't they let you just vent sometimes they don't try and just like find a solution for you like you know what I mean I feel like it's so I don't know no yeah you're right you're right I feel like it's it's the opposite or maybe this is just like the experiences I've had but like when you're venting to a guy about certain things of like why why is this even consuming you the way that it should you should just like brush it off but that's that's their solution yeah they're trying to give you a solution to the problem when like all you want to really hear is oh my god that's so fucking annoying like just someone to like agree with you and let you vent yeah I didn't ask you to solve this problem for me I know that I shouldn't be worried about this but I am (laughs) yeah I feel like that's always for you to just get over it within 10 minutes of it happening yeah it's not right (laughs) yeah it's not but I I actually feel like some people are married and they're not friends yeah like yeah it's just like this is a husband wife dynamic yeah yeah which is not a bad thing honestly it's not a bad thing because like what you guys said it's like too many hats to wear too much pressure to put on the person right so yeah I kind of feel like that's okay it is okay yeah I mean that's how society was for the longest time and then when we got into these ideas of a love and them being my yeah husband, you see how like, <laughs> divorces have skyrocketed you know what I mean honestly you like I really pressure on each other yeah I feel like that's what made like relationships and marriages like difficult is like this person's your best friend also and it's just like it's... I feel like it takes like a lot of like when they're like your best friend and this like person that you're so in love with like when things happen and you guys get into conflict like I feel like it cuts so much deeper because you're like but I love you why Mm. are you doing this to me (laughs) you know when it's like (laughs) yeah but when you're like husband and wife it's like okay you're my husband you're my wife like let's just do this thing like let's just get through the day kind of thing yeah I'm making that up but like it cuts deeper when you break up too because like like we always talk about how like losing a friendship is like so much harder than losing a romantic relationship but if that romantic relationship was also like your friend like your best friend I feel like that's the aspect that like people like are grieving the most 
Mm-hmm. You know, bro, that part. <sighs> yeah, shit's rough. It is. I never want to be a man's best friend ever again. <laughs> <laughs> nah. No. no. It's like it's fun in the moment. Like it's a lot of fun and it's really nice. Yeah. But the the end of that. Yeah. That was fun. I liked the giving hot takes. It's my favorite pastime. I loved it. I feel like all of them like flowed like in the beginning. They yeah. all really were the same. <laughs> Yeah, we all hate the same things. Um, I'm glad we were able to hate on them, though. Yeah. That's, like, my favorite. I feel like that's, like, my favorite conversations to have with my friends is, like, the dating advice that I hate because it's stupid. Because there's so much bad <laughs> dating advice out there. People say it with so much conviction. So much conviction. And like, too many people have platforms. Everyone on the Twitterverse, on the internet, on the internet, are trolls. Everybody's trolling. Like, I actually advice that they give they probably don't even follow you know what I mean yeah I don't know why they're giving stupid advice but they are <laughs> I don't Literally, know I feel like certain people are just what works for you a lot of people are not qualified to be giving advice because can we take a look at your relationship well, see, people, you people could probably disagree with everything we're saying though so oh for sure that's yeah, true but we're experts obviously <laughs> part we know everything my <laughs> one relationship i know all. <laughs> everything <laughs> uh, i need a relationship expert to come on because we're also very similar in the way that we think so we need someone to throw us some curveballs do you know, know who i fucking love shan boudram like i yeah. love her me Every too. time I listen to any of her podcast episodes or any posts that she makes or anything that she does, I'm like, I'm learning so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go do that right now. <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, she has, like, her husband on the podcast a lot. And they talk very, like, candidly about, like, their relationship and the issues they're having. And, like, they are so openly honest with each other. And it's, like they say things that I feel like in a lot of other people's relationships if they said those things like it would be grounds for a breakup but they're so just like yeah open with each other and they're they're very much like concerned about the other person's well-being and like them speaking their truth that like there's no ego involved Mm -hmm. and it's just so crazy and so like the one that was on too hot to handle yeah Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. I thought that was her. Yeah. Yeah. Love I don't. Her. I don't know what she did on there, but I'm pretty sure. I'm almost certain that it's. She did like this segment music. with like the girls and stuff about the with their like. Budget. She's like this light skin like. Oh, she was girl. on the show. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. She's like light skin. She's curly hair, like green eyes. Yeah. Is she Canadian? She's Canadian. She's right. Canadian, okay. Because right? she's yeah. friends with that girl. You guys remember that that girl from DeGrassi? Yeah, they back Andrea. in the day they had like um a YouTube channel, YouTube channel like those girls are wild. I think it was called. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they like had like a friend break up, and then they're like back to yeah. Like, and now they're friends again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're cute. Um, yeah, I love Shia Shout out to her. her. I just followed her right now. No, I love her podcast. Like she's Lovers just so open minded and progressive. I like, I love it, and it's... like very like I just love her love 
I love her. Can we have her on the podcast? Like, hello. Imagine, I would be so starstruck. Like, I actually wouldn't speak. <laughs> Let's put but it out there. In the I feel like she's so comfortable, though. Like, she makes people feel so comfortable. In her yeah. Show. So, but the, she's probably expensive. Yeah, definitely. Expensive. Okay. Yeah, good for her. I want to go to her for We're therapy. I want to put positive vibrations to her or I go on her. <laughs> fucking podcast and cry to her and fix all our problems is she a therapist i don't think she's, she's i think she's like a sex psychologist, psychologist. Yeah. a sex yeah but i think she but also has like she did psychology so i think she oh, has okay. some background in psychology but i don't i'm pretty sure that she's not a therapist but i would love to yeah. just have a conversation with her um intimacy educator who teaches people to be more competent and confident kind of like dr ruth meets rihanna <laughs> I love her. I love it. I love her. Um, okay, right. let's get into the next segment. We're introducing a little razzle dazzle, a new segment, and it is called "What's in Our Playlist." Um, so we're gonna let you guys know what songs we discovered or rediscovered. Um, let's get into it. Who wants to go first? Songs we discovered or rediscovered. What have you been listening to lately? New, old? Lately, there's two albums that just dropped, so they've been on repeat, which is Blast's new album, Literally No Skips, which is called Before You Go, and then also Kehlani's new album, which is Blue Water Road, which I really like both of a lot. But just to mention, honorable mention, a song that I just recently rediscovered that I've been listening uh, a lot to is Simple Things by Miguel forgot how much i loved that oh song. that one's good oh my god and it, there's like the remix with chris brown oh yeah. i didn't know there was a remix with chris brown yeah i remember listening to it all the time like chris because chris brown's voice is just phenomenal you know i know but I, that I, that. I was like oh my god fucking banger forgot about that song that's a good one yeah I was going to say Blast 2. I don't know why I wanted to take two albums. Two whole albums. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say Blast. I really like the song. I like the whole thing. There's actually no skips. But right now, it's really um, Keep Coming Back on that album. It's my fave. And we're getting tickets, right, Wano? Yes, Friday. He's going on tour, and his tickets are coming out Friday. So... Yeah. I need them. my head ingrained because I missed it last time, and I'm not missing it this time. So... Yeah. I'm excited. Wait, I thought me and you agreed that the best song on the album was um, Still On My Way. I said I like that one, but it's not my favorite. It changes, but you know, in the beginning stage, it changes every day. Right now, it's Keep Coming Back. But my favorites are like, the whole album is good. Like, but never was wrong about you. Fake Love in LA, Couldn't Wait For It, Still On My Way, Keep Coming Back. So, no, she said all of the it. The whole thing, the whole thing is so good. <laughs> Wait, so should I listen or what? I like it, but like I think that like it's what he's one of those artists where all his music sounds the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it takes a while for you to be able to differentiate. Oh, this is which good. song is yeah. which? Yeah, even which, which I feel like that with a quick. lot of artists these days. I don't know if I'm old, but every time I listen to a new album that's come out, I'm like, which song is like I can't tell. No, like somebody like like Kalani's new album, it's very different. 
like all the songs <clears throat> are very different it's a different vibe like different melodies different slow mm -hmm. fast you know what i mean like yeah but blast specifically like because no, he says the same thing about his last album too even though i was a i'm like able to differentiate the songs a lot of people yeah. who listen to it for the first time are just like they all sound the same to me yeah He's one of those artists but but then it's like it's nice because then it's like you know every song is gonna be good yeah <laughs> but you just you'll get sick of the album quick yeah yeah but he's so uh, talented it's fun for I the think, moment and like the best thing about him is that he brings in like the old school vibe like he's really good at it and i just love it I yeah i love his voice him. even the samples that he uses i don't think people realize they're like old school samples r&b samples that's i feel like that's the case with a lot of songs yeah like lucky day does that too lucky day. yeah it's just, it's in the air right now. I don't know why, but I don't even think it's just right now. I feel like that's been like a thing for a while. I feel like we just don't know a lot of like older songs, so we can't like yeah. recognize it. And they like switch them up, so it's like hard to even tell. That's true. Um, but my playlist right now is rediscovered, and. I don't know what it is, but like I've been listening to the weekend, like an old like House of Balloons. House of Balloons, oh, yeah. bruh. Never like I hate his new shit. Like I haven't listened to the weekend in years, but I've been listening to House of Balloons, like the trilogy. Like, yeah, I don't know. Fire. I, I love the Zone. Do you guys know that one with Drake? It's like a seven minute song, but I love that one. That's like most of the songs on the album. They're like ten minutes long. Yeah, but I think that one's like extra long, but I love it. It's so good. Seven and then minutes. yeah, it's like seven minutes and something, like not even just seven. And then JoJo, <laughs> because <laughs> when I went to the concert and I've just like been listening to JoJo on repeat, like at the gym, I'll be listening to Too Little Too Late and <laughs> screaming in my head. Too little too late is just top a two and it's not two. Okay. It's what is in that song? She was 13. Bro. Not too little too late. Oh. Get out. She was 13. Oh, get out. Get she, was 13. out. she was 13. Sorry. I think she was like 16 for too yeah. little. Too late. Even still. Like, but yo, masterpiece. Masterpiece. I can't wait for her documentary. Like, what happened? I feel like yeah. I know what happened because I followed like along to her. Yeah. But too little, too late. No, JoJo is that girl. Guys, she I want to tell girl. you, her vocals are even better now than they were before. Now she sounded like a grown woman at 13 years old. Like, I can't. Yeah, she really did. That's the thing. Yeah. I can't even imagine, like, as her voice matures, like, it's probably, yeah. like, phenomenal. I'm going to yeah. go listen to House of Balloons now, though. Because the, no. bird, the Bird is my favorite song off the trilogy. I don't like that one. But, um... Wait, I don't think the song's on the album, but like a month ago or two months ago or something, I rediscovered um, Material Girl by Lisa. Material Girl? I knew you were going to say Material Girl. No, that's the best song. I don't know why it's not on the album. I don't know. You can't listen to it on any <laughs> platform except YouTube. It's so annoying. It's so oh annoying. But I, have it, I just listen to it on my iTunes and it's. I think it's the best song he's ever made. So. Ever, yeah. ever, ever. I don't get it. It's the best. Uh, yeah. I'm into it. Wait, wait, um, wait, before we go. Do yeah. you guys remember the song Paint by Jojo? Yeah. Oh, my know. God. Do you know? Did I never show you? Oh, my God. My English is gone. <laughs> Talking too much. Have I never showed you the song uh, Paint by Jojo and Travis Garland? No. 
oh my god there was like a part of me that was hoping she would do that at the concert but I'm like there's no way because it's an unreleased underground song yeah. like on YouTube like no if you know it you know it if you don't then you're never yeah like, where would you hear it you know what One I mean those, yeah but that's I rediscovered that because I was just going through. I forgot about that is that on Apple Music nope it's nowhere to be found except YouTube it's one of those. Oh. But that song is a master. Those yeah. songs that don't <laughs> exist anywhere but YouTube are always the best. Yeah. Yeah. That's like with SZA's song with, uh, what's it called? I Hate, I, is it called I Hate You? Yeah. And mm. then it just blew up. And she was like, I wasn't going to release this. I just put it on SoundCloud. But you guys are obsessed. So I had to release it. <laughs> obsessed. You know? TikTok really blew that shit up. Yeah. yeah. I love that song, though. Yeah. Like that, you know? All right. No, that part's so fun. Um, <laughs> but before we wrap up, mm-hmm. just have a statement to make. Everyone who is lo- currently listening right now, I'm gonna need you to go to the podcast wherever you listen to it and rate and comment because we seem like a bot without any reviews. <laughs> like we need reviews, we need comments, we need we need y'all to do that show us some love show us some love if you're enjoying the last three seasons and this current season yeah that's all i have to say do it for our season four celebratory coming back just show us some love please period period Period. um and with that that's it for today folks thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time because mama said so peace bye